0: Welcome back to the Geekcentric Podcast and welcome to our watch Club for Marvel's Miss Marvel. But you sure are, and always have been, our own little Miss Marvel. Welcome to watch Club. my name is Nate and this is our watch club for Miss Marvel episode 6, the finale titled No Normal directed by Adil and Bilal. If you're joining us for the first time, this is Watch Club, our weekly review series, kind of like a book club, but way better. Keep in mind we will be going into full spoilers for this series and the MCU in general. So if you haven't watched this week's episode, I mean what do you come on just get get yourself together, <laughs> go watch it and then come right back in a snap. Uh, now, before we all, you know, before we all booby trap our high school to protect our half general friends, let me introduce you to my cosmic besties joining me today. First up, we have my cosmic brother from another universe's mother. He's the dastardly, daring, and deadly deviant, Darcy Hudson. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Joining us from live from. Uh, some really white room with butterflies on the. Ceiling. Are you
1: sure yep. you're gorgeous. not ca- being held captive somewhere? I sure <laughs> am so not. Wondering.
2: I am just borrowing a little girl's butterfly adorned bedroom. Okay, it's a I don't lovely place like to record. Either.
0: Yeah, that's not. I don't know. <laughs> what, we'll...
2: What's wrong with how I phrase that? I don't. I don't see anything wrong with it.
1: I'm just borrowing it from her. She'll get it back when she yeah. is allowed. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's, when she's been. I, I said stay out. I said stay out.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, listen, that other voice you're hearing is not the, uh, the, the girl who owns that room. <laughs> no. uh, joining us once again, she's the all-knowing agent of alien alter egos. She's Alyssa, the Absolute Point. Balastrari from Video Dames the Podcast. How oh are you doing God. tonight?
1: I am doing so well. I think every time I'm on here, you give me way too much credit. It just feels so complimented <laughs> every time.
0: You've never been you've never been uh, an absolute
1: point before? I honestly absolute points, encourages, I'm I'm lost. I feel like I'm more lost than everybody else.
0: <laughs> There's so many different terms that they throw at us. Um I was happy to see in this episode that they managed to kind of Keep the timeline together. There's a mm-hmm. lot of notes to that, a lot of nods to, to what year it is. But uh, I'm so stoked to have you guys on for this fantastic finale. Alyssa, you've joined us before on our Hawkeye Watch Club. But with this being your first time on this Watch Club, uh, I want to know what have your thoughts of Miss Marvel been leading up to this finale?
1: Um, I, As soon as I saw the, like the, the pilot episode, I was just absolutely taken by this series. Uh, yeah. Miss Marvel's kind of been on my back burner in terms of like comic reading. So mm-hmm. just that first beautifully directed uh, entry really like took me by surprise and threw me into the comics. I think I'm like 18 17 issues deep right now. Um, all right it's just like it sparked my passion to to discover more about Miss Marvel. I love it.
0: yeah, very cool, very cool. yeah, I think that first episode was absolutely. Perfection. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and and I mean, it, you know, I, again, I, I, I think it speaks to uh, the directors with the episode that we got in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in terms of the quality and, and the fact that Adil and Bilal uh, also did this one. It just kind of really fits really a lot of uh, a lot of bookending happening uh, in this episode. And I, I love a good bookend. So um, cool. Well, listen, there is so much in this finale. Um, so we really should just get right to it. Um, so we start the episode seeing the DODC led by Agent Deaver investigating the explosion at the Circle Q where she says, this is what happens when the wrong people get powers. Uh, and she, she says she means kids, but I don't know. I She's don't been know. pretty disrespectful this entire season. Uh, and then we, we cut to Comron led by Bruno through the subway as Comron struggles to keep his powers in check. And then during the Marvel fanfare, we hear a song called Captain Space, by Janubi Kargosh, uh, which Captain Space is just like a little nod to something that we're going to talk about way later in this Watch Club. <laughs> uh, we then see Kamala attempting to make an announcement slash apology to her family. Uh, I say attempting because, I mean, she already they already all know that she is the light girl, Night Light, uh, and in Classic con Gossip Train, Uh, Kamala told Ami, she told Abu, and Amir and Taisha overheard because he always has his phone on speaker. Uh, Obviously inquisitive, Taisha asks if her powers are limitless or does she have to recharge? Uh, And Amr asks if on the night of the Eid festival, she dropped that kid on purpose, which I totally, (laughs) I I could believe it after after seeing this kid show up again in this episode. I can totally believe that. Um, Her dad asks her to be careful, telling her he worries too much. And Muniba says we trust her, right? So let's break this down. Uh, let's kind of get right into it. What did we think of the fact that now her entire, at least immediate family, knows her secret? And do you think she? Do you also think she might need to recharge her powers? What are your thoughts?
2: Well, I don't think there's any recharging going. Personally, uh, I think it's more just the mm. stamina thing, like cardio. As we see her getting around, it's a lot of running, and just it seems like an extension of her body almost. So I think it's more just some, you know, a good strength training regime to get. Getting into the cardio form and stuff like that would probably be her best bet, and you know, honing her powers and stuff like that. Again, no recharging, yeah, aside from a nap and you know, a good rest type that's thing. What,
0: <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, she's a teenager, right? Yeah, what do teenagers need? They need sleep, they need a mm-hmm. lot of sleep. For all that energy, there all the all those TikToks and in Kamala's lots of case, euros.
1: lots of euros, a lot
0: of euros. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot of euros. So <laughs> she's uh, she's she's munching those things. Maybe cut back a little bit on, on the euros, um, but uh, but no, dude, she's uh, she's killing it. And I think yeah, just a good night's rest uh, for her to to kind of rest up her powers.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, interesting, kind of like allusion to the comics because in in. The Run that I'm reading, at least I've, I've, I haven't got past the G Willow Wilson yet. But um, mm-hmm. basically, when she's like injured, she needs to go back to her normal size to like revitalize herself or like heal up. So I thought that was an interesting take. Um, but no, mm-hmm. I don't think she needs to heal up anything. I think she just pulls her energy from the Noor dimension. But the one thing that's really surprising it's not that like her family's not surprised by who she is or or uh, the news or anything like that. The thing that is the most surprising to me is like this new genre of fiction where like parents become self aware and accept their kids for who they are. Like (laughs) it's just so abnormal. It's like turning red, Mitchell's versus the machines. Now this we're starting to see it. Now they're gonna start apologizing. What is this weird (laughs) fiction sci fi that we're going into? It's unreal.
0: But it's so lovely. I just, I, I do, I, I don't know. As, as, as I completely agree. In some cases, it can be a, <laughs> a, a little unrealistic uh, for, for for some people. But yeah. I just, I mean, I gotta just say, I love that it's such a great callback to like how how they found out Yusuf's love for, and it also his misunderstanding of technology and mm-hmm. just how he uses speakerphone. Like he's just like. It's very convenient, and it's I just very... thought the line delivery <laughs> from Mohan Kapoor, who I think honestly is the VIP of this uh, episode, maybe even this entire series for me. He was just so fantastic. But um, I love that her mom just fully trusts her now, uh, and I, I think it's just it's a great sort of contrast to where she started in the series. And I think you know you go through something like this with with anyone, and maybe they start to kind of turn around and and start to understand what's going on and and what you're going through. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I did enjoy this quite a bit.
2: I mean, I always find when they tell, you know, more than one person about their secret identity, it always ends badly for superheroes. So it just has me worried. Mm -hmm. I mean, we saw what happened with Peter Parker and where that left him. And maybe that feels worse for him now because he's on his own. The other young hero we know and love is in the world on his own and she's got this huge supportive family that she can turn to in times of need so Mm -hmm. yeah very different heroes And if you look at it that way
0: yeah and I think it's interesting too because there's so many like for the most part all the Marvel shows and, and movies that we've watched they're all characters who granted I think it's great to show on screen of different types of families but this was just like a regular like they were just a family they were a unit um they were all together and that's not really anything that we've really gotten usually it's like a broken family or you know even in the case of like um for for um Black Widow like her family's like you know all apart and 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 things like that so to be able to see this I thought was really nice but yeah, I I does kind of worry me the fact that she's always like she's just unmasked all the time. Like even at the end of this this episode she's like hopping down to see her friends and she's just not wearing a mask or any costume or anything. It's like anybody could be looking at this right now. Mm-hmm. I don't understand.
2: Yeah, it's very it's very odd for the superheroes that we know and and learn in the comics. It's all about keeping your identity a secret so that nothing can bad happens to the ones you love. And here she is all the ones she loves knows about her secret. Just makes me worried.
1: Yeah. It's another branch of fiction, a story Mm -hmm. where someone has both parents and they're both alive. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's it. That's it. It's just very strange. (laughs) I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, well, listen, then out of nowhere, Nakia calls and informs Kamala that the Circle Q has exploded as if Bruno <laughs> really needed to go through that, uh, Kamala incredibly worried for Bruno calls him uh, calls him frantically uh, as she gets ready to head out and she uh, to see if he's okay. And uh, she stopped by her mother, who tells her she's not going anywhere. Well, at least not dressed the way she is. Muniba then sits with her daughter and gives her a gift. She gives her a new costume, uh, custom made, and. I'm not crying. Are, are you crying? I, I, this, this made me tear up quite a bit. Let's talk about uh, Kamala's new digs here. What did you think of the final uh, Miss Marvel outfit?
1: I I'm just so impressed with what Muniba put together. I'm assuming at short notice, at least from yeah. when she like returned from Pakistan to now. Um, yeah. But I think it's genuinely like my favorite Marvel um, hero suit. Like of this phase at least, it's it's, yeah. it's basically like a visual representation of her family. Like every single yeah. piece is something that is meaningful to her. Like the um, the mask is from Bruno and the scarf is from Kareem mm-hmm. uh, at the red daggers. Her outfit was made by her mom and the symbol now on her chest rather than a lightning bolt is the cuff, which is like basically the K in her name. So
2: mm-hmm. I think
1: that's just such a beautiful way to... Not only take this story that has so much meaning, but like just even extrapolate it even further and give it more depth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's absolutely gorgeous. I and mean, I love that it was shipped in a milk toffee box. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Full
1: circle <laughs> moments, so
0: everybody. Right? Incredible. Absolutely gorgeous. And again, yeah, again, it's a nice little bookend because the first thing she discovered as part of her outfit. Was in a milk toffee box from her from Sana, so um, I think it was just absolutely great. It also calls back to the fact, like her mom made that Hulk suit before when she mm-hmm. didn't trust mm-hmm. her, and she was what she was doing in that moment was yes, she was giving her a little bit of freedom, but she was kind of saying like, yeah, you can go out, but you're gonna be wearing this giant green bubble suit that. <laughs> You know hides you from the rest of the world (laughs) and now we see her on the complete opposite side where she's giving her a costume that highlights everything about her and and kind of announces Kamala to the world and I think I don't know I just again I, I love the way that they were able to really just sort of go full circle with with so many elements in this episode And yeah, it was absolutely lovely. Mm -hmm. So cool.
2: Again, I thought it was, I I think I said it in the first episode in the first Watch Club we did that I I felt like her necklace looked a lot like the symbol from the the, the lightning bolt on her shirt. It's really cool to see that come to fruition. And the fact that it was her mom who, who, you know, made that connection after finding it last episode, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Also, mad kudos to her tailoring skills because... Not only was that lightning bolt intricate, but like the shoulder pads, everything on it was just like, that is a uh, several overnighters to get that ready in time, it seems.
0: Yeah, actually, I mean, even Nakia uh, later on in the episode uh, calls it out. She's like, she's like, oh, is that uh, that's from Pakistan? Nice stitching. Like she recognizes uh, that, you know, only only in Pakistan are you going to get a superhero outfit like that. (laughs) Overnight superhero um, (laughs) suit. Overnight superhero (laughs) suit. It's so good. Okay, so then uh, to the tune of Light Switch by Chai, which is a bop, by the way. <laughs> I immediately I immediately asked Siri what that song was and downloaded it. Uh, we see Kamala testing out the new fit as she hard light jogs across the city to find Bruno and Kamran, who found their way to Nakia at the mosque. She reminds them that this is a, uh, a mosque in America and that there's way too many government groups surveilling them already she tells them they need to head to the high school instead. As Agent Deaver and the DODC arrive, they begin to search the mosque and are stopped by Nakia, who distracts them with her fake boyfriend, Miguel. And I love how Miguel is just like, yeah, could, did you get this on camera? Because I need, needs, <laughs> I I need, need this copy. moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, this allows Bruno and Kamran to meet up with Sheikh Abdullah at the back of the mosque, uh, who helps them to escape and provides them with some hats as a disguise. Uh, they take they take turn. Sorry, they take a turn down an alleyway uh, where they're found by Kamala and they collectively comment on each other's outfits. As Kamala and Bruno embrace each other with a hug, Kamran starts screaming and emitting what looks like nor light from his entire body. They catch him as he falls back and they avoid uh, They avoid and leave to, sorry, they catch him as he falls back uh, and then they, they leave to avoid all the sirens around them. Uh, so let's talk about this. What's going on with Kamran here? Uh, and what do we think is happening with his body like throughout this episode?
2: Uh, I just got the sense that he's his body isn't compatible with this energy that he was suddenly uh, imbued with or it's just it's having a hard time like getting used to it. So uh, I mm. I I think that's it's more just like where Kamala has the bangle to kind of help her control and focus these powers. Right now, he just got all the powers oh. dumped on him without the regulator. So it's more like, how do I keep it in? It hurts, it's crushing. So again, mm-hmm. like, going forward in the episode, I, I have a theory as to what he might do to circumnavigate that, that issue and, and you know gain control of himself. But I, yeah, all I can think is that he can control it and it's trying to get out in a very painful way, obviously. <laughs> um, I think that, I mean, it's... It's hard to say because, like, I've
1: never heard of the like nor dimension before, or I've never, um, I've never really like seen this power before. I think none of us have seen this power before.
0: No, but yeah. um,
1: what I perceived to happen in the last episode was like Najma left her physical being and transferred herself through the nor dimension into Kamran because in the I was I was actually watching earlier with the, the subtitles, and you can see in the subtitles it goes Najma and she goes Kamran when yeah. when he's like nah! screaming in the in the alleyway <laughs> uh, yeah. so i mean maybe that's like her kind of like negative power that's trying to sway him but i agree with you i just don't think he knows how to control it yet and we have yet to see that. Maybe that'll happen with like the red daggers.
0: Mm, interesting, interesting. I, I think it's it. It's it's interesting that you bring up the the fact that yeah. I also caught that like she's calling his name out, and it's like so she must still exist mm-hmm. in some way. Um, I guess like maybe he heard it and like ignored it or or didn't hear it because of everything that was going on. Um, I was wondering if maybe Najma was trying to reach out to him from the nor dimension because she saw that maybe he was starting to accept his new group of friends and his life in this dimension and she wanted him to come mm-hmm. back to her. Um and so maybe this was her trying to like I don't know, open the veil from within inside him to 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 bring it I don't know. Honestly, the, the everything with the clandestines was a little bit confusing for me. So even even this sort of moment throughout the episode and, and with his arc was just kinda like, I don't really know what they're they're playing at here. But um I like those theories a lot. I think um There's some interesting wordplay in this scene. Kamran says he feels like he's being uh, crushed from the inside, which Mm -hmm. does sound awful, but it's also a callback to the name of the episode that he was actually introduced in, uh, which was episode two titled Crushed, uh, which obviously meant was about like Kamala having a crush on him. But um, I thought that was kind of a neat thing. And then also just as another side note, uh, when Kamala runs past the Euro King uh, on his cart, Um, In the back, you can actually catch this episode's QR code, uh, which we didn't we weren't able to find a QR code last time because it was the last episode was in mostly in Karachi. So I don't think Hmm. there was a a QR code back in 1942 Karachi. Uh, But in this episode, um, you can scan it and it actually takes you to issue number 19. So it might be like close to where where you're actually at, Alyssa, (laughs) um, which is uh, in an arc called The Last Days Arc. Um, So if you wanted to read that comic, um, I would recommend reading all of them up until then, because that one will kind of spoil the ending of that arc.
2: Um,
0: But that that one uh, is is really good. And and it deals with Kamala and Bruno's uh, relationship in a a similar way uh, to to what we get to sort of see in this uh, Mm -hmm. episode Mm. (laughs) without trying to spoil anything. (laughs) Um, So. Kamala calls Kareem, who offers help for Kamran, uh, as long as they can get him to the harbor by midnight. Uh, they enter the high school, and Nakia catches up with them as she confronts Kamala, and she apologizes to, uh, Kamala apologizes to her best friend for not telling her earlier. The DODC arrive, uh, and, they, and then they, all of them realize they have to come up with a plan quick. Zoe comes out of nowhere to join the cause, uh, and so does uh, Amer as well. Uh, Kamala uses the chalkboard to explain her plan to get Comron out. Uh, Agent Dever, who was told to stand down by Agent Cleary, um, and, you know, but she doesn't. She completely disregards that order. Uh, as they prepare for the oncoming attack, they all share moments with each other: Zoe with Nakia, Amer with Comron, and Kamila, uh, sorry Kamala—with Bruno. Uh, where she tells Bruno that Comron's mother, Najma, died in Karachi. So before we keep going here, uh, first, I loved how <laughs> Amr's first biggest question to Comron was, are you even a fan of Great British Bake Off? Like That was <laughs> what he was so w- worried about. Um, and then did anyone else catch the reference to Zoe's character uh, in the comics here?
1: Of course. My Gadar was just off the charts. <laughs> it was incredible. Um I mean, I, I I always enjoy the casual um, suggestion from Disney that queer people exist, um, <laughs> but, but I think, yeah. honestly, we're kind of at a point where, like, we can just move past a five-second gimmick and maybe start fresh with, like, an actual queer character that has depth and is interesting and is more than just, yeah. like, a kiss on the hand, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I hear you. If you have, I guess this isn't really a spoiler, but if you don't want absolutely any news about Thor: Eleven Thunder, friends listening to this show, please pause it or fast forward like tw- like one minute. Um,
0: yeah, same same goes for the G Willow Wilson run of the comics, I think. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: Uh, like the fact that um, the fact that Zoe has a crush on Nakia. Uh, to my knowledge, is very minimal. Um, she's basically kind of like a closeted lesbian, and her family understands that that she's not kind of mm-hmm. out to to the public. Um, mm-hmm. But that is just very the duality for like the comics and the MCU right now is that they're they're talking about it, but it's not in like a main forefront kind of way, like things that I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to, like um, Wiccan and a Hulkling. I'm very excited for yeah. that in the future. Because that's the only thing that I've seen represented very well. Um, For Thor: Love and Thunder, for example, very it kind of like sparked my memory. For this, there was a clip that Taika Waititi was like, "Is this is this movie gay?" And Natalie Portman was like, "Super gay." This movie was Mm -hmm. not gay at all, yeah. In any way, (laughs) yeah. There was mention of a gay couple, and there was a kiss on the Mm -hmm. hand. That's not gay, so it doesn't have to be about being gay. As a lesbian myself, not everything Mm -hmm. has to be about being gay. But just being, showing queer people as human beings who just exist and are just characters, main characters who might be out and proud and happy with who they are uh, is something that I'm really looking forward to uh, to come hopefully soon in the MCU, especially with like America Chavez and things like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but like, I, I completely agree with you, and I, I I'm excited to to get to see that because I think this that's what this series is kind of really being you know uh, garnered, like it's really garnishing a lot of respect for is the fact that it kind of is as far as representation goes of mm-hmm. Kamala's culture and and Pakistani culture this is kind of setting the the bar at least from from that front um, so yeah we quite haven't seen that yet from Disney and Marvel uh, for the LGBTQ plus community but. Um, I definitely think we will get there. I kind of read this and correct me if I'm wrong, but I I kind of just read this as Zoe completely recognizing Kamala's uh, struggle with her, you know, kind of uh, outing her identity as a superhero mm-hmm. with her, you know, with her own sexuality. And I think it mm-hmm. honestly for, a, for a, a, a brief like kind of four second scene, we didn't really get Zoe too much in this series Mm -hmm. um and she's fantastic in the comic books Mm -hmm. um and so for for a brief moment it kind of just like i was like oh there's the zoe i know there's the zoe from the comic books that i know and i was kind of i was really happy to see that even though later on in the episode she kind of does something that's a little (laughs) not as not as great um in my opinion (laughs) but but we'll get we'll get (laughs) to that that yeah, we'll talk about that moment.
2: Well, um just I want to chime in one more time too. Is just uh, with the like we're I think we're definitely gonna see some more representation in the future, especially with X Men coming on the horizon. A lot of their so. characters yeah. deal with the struggle as well. And even Iceman, who was like canon canon straight for the longest time when they revamped the team, they brought him back as a gay character, and it really speaks volumes to the way that they addressed certain issues in like the past that the straight character was clearly going through uh, questioning his identity and how they embrace that recreating this character. And I feel like a lot of that will be inspiring MCU to do the same thing where they like to take the comics as an inspiration, how to reinvent characters while still keeping them true to the core of the character, which I think is really cool. So Mm -hmm. I'm definitely looking forward to that type of stuff to representation too, because Again, they're just humans and it's more stories to tell, and I think that's something that we sorely need in, in culture and in like cinema and TV and stuff like that. So definitely excited for the future. Yeah. Agreed.
0: That's what that's what Marvel that's what Marvel Comics is meant to do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think this I think this series shines in a lot of ways. And I think the MCU could shine even brighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, with more colors. So I definitely yeah. am looking forward to that as well. hundred cool. um, percent. yeah. Uh, let's keep going here Uh, to the tune of Anthem by the Sweatshop Boys, which by the way, Sweatshop Boys, I've downloaded (laughs) all their albums now. Absolutely fantastic. Um, But to the tune of Anthem by the Sweatshop Boys, we get to see Kamala's plan in action. Zoe uses her social media to bring the entire community to their aid. Uh, They all dress in the same outfit, uh, tricking the DOD seat into thinking that they can multiply. Uh, We see a skeleton create a massive amount of science foam, uh, and we even almost see Kamran and Kamala kiss uh, until they're interrupted by Bruno, who helps them escape. Uh, so let's talk about Kamala's, you know, action plan here. What did we think of it? And what did we think of Kamala and Kamran uh, almost kissing?
2: I just got Home Alone vibes basically the entire time mm-hmm. she's yeah. going over to play. I'm like, oh, it's, it's kids fighting the ba- burglars, basically. This is Home Alone <laughs> yeah. 101 type thing. Uh, so, yeah, that was nothing new. I mean, it kind of felt like, I again, really setting the tone that this is a kid's show, the way that they're dealing with these bad guys who... I must say have very lethal non lethal weapons it looks like I mean it destroyed concrete mm-hmm. in that one shot, which doesn't seem very <laughs> yeah. safe when they're shooting at a bunch of kids like I don't know how Deaver thought she would yeah. come out of that with looking good, no matter what happened, yeah. whether they caught them or not. Shooting a bunch of kids never comes off good, so that was interesting no. and then the the Kamron and Kamala thing again, you kinda could see that coming the whole love triangle has been for like laid out since the beginning, so. No surprise mm-hmm. there, and I'm sure we'll see more of that going forward in the future if there's a second season or if we see Comron in the Marvels again. Who, who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely happier with the Comron route rather than the Bruno route, because I feel like Bruno at this <laughs> oh, yeah. point is kind of like a close friend, brother-type figure. I know that yeah. he's in love with her, and it's the whole thing, oh. and we'll <laughs> yeah. probably talk about it a little bit later, but um, I personally would prefer like a storyline- kind of centered around family and friendship um just because yeah. rather than a, than a love interest like that's been so played out so i think done. that would be mm-hmm. a great approach to take um i also really enjoyed the duality of this scene uh a lot of the points in this episode actually um when they're when she's sitting in front standing in front of her parents in the living room kind of like having something to say to them in the first episode they weren't like too pleased with her now yeah. they're like very excited for her this comes mm-hmm. around the plan for her to to get out and escape to go to AvengerCon, uh, very very much reminiscent in this scene where she's like being dastardly and planning with her friends on. On how to take on these government agents with baseballs and skeletons with balloons. It's I and loved it, it. was fun. They got they, had, they got the Zuzu, Zuzu in there playing when, that music. When Zuzu started <laughs> playing that song and the disco ball was being illuminated by their laser lights, I was howling. It was incredible.
0: So good, so good. I uh, I love seeing Zoe carefully break the glass to get the get the fire <laughs> hydrant out like she's just like so daintily yeah. just like kind of uh. um, and then using her social media I think was the perfect way to get the entire community to them I think you know again, this show is all about family and so I think it was fantastic to have Kamala's family with her in these moments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and again to have them at like the the big Giant fight. Um, I thought it was great. Even if even if Kamala says superheroes don't have chaperones, um, I was stoked to see her her brother there. And uh, I know a lot of friends of mine who, you know, I'm an only child, but I know a lot of friends of mine who have older siblings or younger siblings, and they're always having to tag along for some reason. Um, and so I was I was happy to see that as well. Uh, but yeah, Bruno, uh, Bruno, dude. Can't catch a break. Just go to school at this point. Um, you know he gets he gets and he gets punched hard in the face. Do you guys even notice get that punched, he's doing he the. Does. He
2: got the stock of yeah. that gun to the face. Like he is missing <laughs> is that no. Oh
0: my! Oh, jeez, dude! Absolutely unreal! Absolutely unreal! He comes out pretty unscathed for that moment, but I yeah. love how he's like he's doing the dances that he learned for the wedding <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like that. So not very well, but. Um, Alright, so then things escalate as Kamran learns from Kamala that his mother is dead, uh, and he gets really upset and starts attacking the DODC back. He eventually makes his way outside the high school where the community is now blocked off uh, to witness the DODC fire on a teenager with live rounds, which... Was like I was like this is really intense. Um, Kamala then saves him by using a hard light shield to block the bullets. The DoDC cease fire, but when they uh, then but then they, they bring out one of those like wave cannons that was used by the military to uh, on the on the Hulk. Yep, to stop like, the Hulk. They're like, oh yeah, a teenager. Yeah, there's a teenager here, so let's bring out the thing that stopped the Hulk. Um, and they blast through the shield. Kamala and Kamran both fly back, and all seems lost until. Kamala works up the strength to say, embiggen, and she covers her body in hard light to stretch out her arms and legs, and she Hulk smashes, rightly so, the DODC vehicles. Uh, We see Kamran almost crush the community by accidentally throwing one of those cars uh, until Kamala catches it but they can't celebrate for too long as Deaver picks up her gun pointing it at Camron and he starts to lose all control as the nor light starts blasting out of him. Kamala manages to stop him just in time creating her own nor light bubble. She calms him down telling him his mom died so that he could live even if it wasn't in the nor dimension. He asks her how how they can ever be normal and she says there is no normal. There's just us and what we do with what we've been given. She then smashes a big ol hole in the ground. <laughs> which somehow allows him to escape. So what did we think of Kamala's uh, imbigan form finally being realized in this show? And what did we think of the final confrontation between Kamala, Kamran, and the DODC?
1: I I screamed. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) right? (laughs) <laughs> it was it was basically like hearing hulk smash or on a smaller yes. scale hearing like avengers assemble it's just like yeah something that's so associated with this character and we've been so um lucky to see like these different forms that she's taken and the like visual mcu interpretation of her powers but um that was very much in line with like her origin and, and how her character started
0: yeah and i mean i like yeah, in biggin I think it's it was just a great compromise for the comic book fans who as you said they've wa- like we've all wanted to see that power set mm-hmm. in live action and I think a lot of folks were uh, a little a little deterred when when they moved to the hard light uh, Darcy included but I think getting to see her I still think it looked a little goofy with her head staying the same size yeah, <laughs> as it was the rest of her strange. body. It was a little strange. But when she yeah, when she hulk smashes that car, um, I was like, let's go. And when she does the double piece signs with the hard
2: light hands, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so good. So good. Yeah, uh, just seeing this for the first time definitely sold me on this version of the Powers. I will say it now. Yeah? The hard light has won me over in the MCU because it seems like this will be her main form of like combat and just superhero fighting will be the embiggened form. That's when she's serious, which I really like. And Mm -hmm. again, it definitely looks exactly like the comics in terms of the shape outline of it. So totally on board for that. Mm -hmm. my biggest issue with it is the fact that again the head is just floating there i mean she's inspired by captain (laughs) marvel Mm -hmm. you'd think she'd want to put a helmet on or something like that protect her head when they're firing live rounds at you something along those lines (laughs) it just it seemed even just on a protective standpoint not the smartest choice to leave your most vulnerable part regular so again loved all of it other than that though again like she said the peace signs being thrown up was great uh one of the takeaways I do have, though, is I don't understand how her powers allowed her to dig a tunnel by n- not even really punching the ground. She kind of lightly <laughs> right. put her fist against it, and all of a sudden the ground went away. It's
0: yeah,
2: that yeah, that, just yeah, that was, some was a little weird. They got some explaining to do yeah, with I, that.
0: <laughs> well, and so that's the thing. Like, I, I I've watched the episode a few times now, and I I gotta say, like, I didn't I didn't really vibe with with uh, you know, Comron's even his arc in this episode, and I think. Um, I was happy, though, the way this sequence was written and that moment was written. Um, I'm glad it wasn't just, you know, uh, her versus him, but rather her using her powers in defense of him and sort of bringing him Mm -hmm. back in terms of like seeing the seeing the light, if you will, no pun intended. But (laughs) I just um, I just thought that like, I don't know, there's so many big Marvel fights where it's just like. You know one color versus the other color and so like just blue and purple mashing each other in a CGI fest so I'm just happy that they kind of found a way to sort of circumvent that but yeah like when she punches the hole in the ground like how does that even work like how do, how, how does he know how to traverse the sewers to get to the harbor like does he know <laughs> what to do did he punch a hole back up. Uh, you know, is there are there some construction crew out there that sadly has to like, oh, gotta fix another one of these big holes that one of these superheroes left or something?
2: <laughs> gotta look out for crocodiles. Uh, yes. And how did none of the crowd that came to surround the, her afterwards not fall in that hole? Because she didn't really move away from that hole. <laughs> it was fifteen right. feet behind her, and there was people standing where it was. So I'm very confused about <laughs> yeah. that whole escape aspect and how. They're not going to yeah. be like, okay, we'll just we'll leave this girl alone. Let's go find the guy who ran away in a hole. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, uh, but, uh, a little, a little odd of a sort of a a solution to that problem. But listen, again, I think the conversation that she has, and I, I especially think, um, you know, the 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 line of there is no normal. Uh, there's just us and what we, you know, what we do with what we've been given. I think speaks to a, a lot of people in the world, and I think it was uh, it was powerful, and I think Iman Valani really nailed that. That line, um, even if sort of the the stuff surrounding that moment was a little a little bit goofy, um, so then the entire community comes together to protect their own, uh, to protect their superhero, and Kamala escapes, and Diver and the Dodc uh, are now fully relieved of their duty, um, and uh, and rightly so because they just freaking suck. Um, <laughs> we get a TikTok montage which. Can we just take a moment and highlight these? I know, Alyssa, you're a huge TikTok fan. I am. Let's talk about these. Let's talk about these TikToks. What did any of them stand out to you? What did you think of this uh, this sort of montage?
1: I I am obsessed. Sheikh Abdullah as a hot dog. Are you freaking kidding (laughs) me? He's like, I'm now a hot dog. I hope I am halal. <laughs> <It's> so, <laughs> I was so dead.
0: Oh my gosh! I love so it because I love I love how he wouldn't. Yeah, like he just he'd accidentally just yeah. turn that on because he's trying to like join the 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 conversation and just. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was so cute. His his handle was um, Sheikh Abdullah J C I C, which is just like I think it's just the um, Jersey City Islamic. Um, it's not Islamic, Islamic church. What would it be
0: called? Community. Islamic uh, community community yeah. probably yeah. Um, yeah
1: so I just thought that like they don't miss Marvel just doesn't miss they don't forget anything yeah. I was inspecting those little like frames um, with I think his name was Paul he was doing like the dancing yeah. from a few episodes yeah. ago I had seen yeah. him before and there's like the little spinning record from TikTok it was it was amazing but um, yeah I just seeing G Willow Wilson was also very cool Dude. even if it was just for a moment. Um yeah. just seeing them there was so sweet.
0: I loved how I loved how um like she you know, she recognizes Kamala. She's like, I think I recognize her yeah. or something like that. And it was just such a nice little line. And her profile picture is a pen. I thought it was just perfect. because oh, uh, she's a writer. Um so I was just like, oh, so good. And then <laughs> I think um yeah, I think the the one part that didn't fully work for me, and we brought this up earlier, was Zoe kind of like hanging out with Nakia and just being like, I'm using my plat like very, it's almost sounded so robotic. Like I'm using my platform to elevate your voice. Like I get it. It was, it was nice, but I kind of felt like she was sort of doing that for like her own image in a way. And it was, uh, I don't know. I think, I think she has a little bit of ways to go, but I I think it was nice to get another sort of cute moment uh, between her and Nakia. Like they're kind of, you know, friends now. And and whereas before they, they absolutely weren't. So I, I thought that was kind of nice.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I could have done without it. I'm not the biggest TikTok fan, but it was cool to see you all <laughs> listen. I think it was a really neat way to to kind of yeah. pay homage to it, even with the pen, like you said. Like they definitely yeah. don't miss when they're putting in these little details, even if you're not a fan of those little details. So it's still really cool to that they go that yeah. far. So that was cool. But again, yeah, not a TikTok or something. It's like, eh, can you just get, keep going? I want to know more story. I don't need this stuff <laughs> filler. Get out of here. <laughs> Totally,
0: but I think it's what it represented to Kamala in particular, but um, like the shoe thief, Hemi Dizzle, showing up, hashtag ice cream pizza, <laughs> um, what a jerk that little kid is, I hope she dropped him on purpose, mm-hmm. um, and then I, I did love how uh, Sheikh Abdullah says they want to celebrate their hero uh, with ice cream pizza. Um, I thought it was really cool, again, emphasizing their hero, like, you know, not only New Jersey's community hero, um, but their hero, at, like, with, from within the mosque. And mm-hmm. um, I think it was just fantastic. And I, I think, again, you look at the fact that she had two subscribers on her YouTube channel, and now she's basically broken the internet, with it, <laughs> at least within her own community, which mm-hmm. I thought was, I don't know. Again, you brought it up earlier, Alyssa, like, just all these callbacks to the first episode. It's just cool to see where we've come.
1: Mm-hmm. I love a, a good like bookend uh storytelling <laughs> arc. It's just so cool to see and I'm sure if I went back and watched it again I would I would find something else that kind of mimics the first episode. So it just mm-hmm. makes me want to go back and watch it again.
2: Yeah. Clearly totally clearly Clearly, the directors who did the first and sixth episodes had that in mind when they were shooting them, because there are so many like direct parallels between the two episodes. And again, mm-hmm. I'm a good fan yeah. of the big bookend as well. So, like, this is done yeah. very well in all the ways they call back to the little things that make this hero who she is. So it's it's really cool. Dude.
0: I don't even own any bookends. I should buy some bookends, <laughs> but I mean, that means I have to buy books, right? Uh, so, uh, yeah, geez, just buy
1: comics. They're so much better. Exactly. That's true. That's
0: true. Okay. Maybe I'll buy some physical comics as well. <laughs> um, so then we get hit with two, I think, incredibly lovely moments back to back. One where Kamala is standing in uh, her room looking at herself in the mirror, followed by the moment with her dad on the roof where he tells her uh, that she saved lives. And she sa- uh, if she saved one life, well, then she saved the world. Uh, as this happens, we see Bruno dropping off a goodbye letter, Nakia taking charge and fulfilling her board leader duties and finally getting a a better wing for the women of the mosque. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Amir excitedly exaggerating his experience from the night before <laughs> um and we which is kind of funny too, just because Amir is always so against all that stuff, right? He's very sort of uh, by the books and 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 you know he wouldn't kind of usually be that excited about that but he was and we see uh kamran meeting Kareem. uh he also lets her know that her name in arabic means perfect uh but also that her name in urdu means marvel he calls her their own little miss marvel they both hug uh and say i love you and again i'm, I'm not crying are you are you crying <laughs> i just i was like oh i was uh, sobbing friends, <laughs> right like Oh, what so what did we think of these incredibly lovely moments? Uh, and on the note of Comrade, do we think he, he actually joins uh the Red Daggers? What are your thoughts?
2: Uh, I love the moment again, very touching, and I thought it was very cool. Again, bringing back the fact that family is such a big part of this uh character and this hero and who she is. So, the fact that she you know, the first time we hear her hero name is from the lips of a family member, I, I speaks volumes to again, that connection that she has with the people around mm-hmm. her and, and then and her community as an extension. So I thought it was really cool. And again that the whole mirror thing, direct reference to that first episode when she's trying on yeah. her mm-hmm. you know, her her cosplay. And it's she was unsure of herself in that first episode, but when she looks at her mirror now you can tell she's like, This is who I am and who I was always meant to be and I, I can't wait to show the world. So I thought it was really cool that again, to put those two moments together, it really elevates the whole you know, sh- sh- story of this hero at, uh, overall. So it was really cool. Mm-hmm. It's so good. So good. It kind of yeah.
1: just adds to my hopes that there will be no romance factor, um, in the mm-hmm. story arc. Cause if we can change things like her power set and things, why can't we change the story arc? Um, yeah. it's a story about lo- love, self love, um, family and acceptance. And, um, I think, yeah, like the duality of her kind of standing in the mirror and, um, now she's so confident and so accepting of herself, and not only that, but like also she she feels empowered by herself and and by her background and um yeah, I think that the the fact that the name that she has or was given by her father also just adds to the sob factor um it just adds to her um symbol and her costume yeah. and her mask and yeah. the scarf and and the bangle. It's just oh. all so beautiful and i didn't see it coming at all i thought she was just going to be like you know what i i see myself as a strong powerful woman i'm going to call myself ms marvel but no right. it has so much more depth and i think that's that's just so much more beautiful
0: oh my gosh dude like it's it's just mohan kapoor's face when he sees her running away and he's just saying magical like it, absolutely incredible performance mm-hmm. and i i just i was so like just Oh, I couldn't I couldn't handle it. I, he was so proud of her. He is so proud of her. And as you said, like, yeah, grandmother gave her the bangle. Mother gave her the suit. Dad gives her her name. These were the best parts of the show, and it all culminated in bringing her exactly what she was seeking this entire time, which is her own identity. And I just was like, oh, I couldn't <laughs> handle it. I couldn't handle it. Um, I was just thinking in that moment, I'm like, damn, like, G. Willow Wilson watching this back was probably – Super proud of of just getting to see what this team and, and this group at Marvel uh, and these directors and these writers have all kind of done uh, with the characters. Just just perfect. They really get the source material. They get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it would be great to see Kamran back as a, a red dagger. I think it would be interesting to see what his relationship with Kareem would be, um, just given like both their history with Kamala, but also the fact that like Kareem's uh, whole thing was hunting... Kamran's like family members and like Jin, and like the unseen yeah. and so like <laughs> i don't know i don't know how that's gonna work out it'll be it'll be interesting to see but i'm hoping that kamala's impression on Kamran uh will do enough to keep him you know understanding that like you know kareem did a really nice thing to help you get out of that situation so hopefully
2: hopefully they they can work
0: outside their differences
2: Yeah, I I totally think that uh, Comran will definitely be, hopefully, taking Kamala's words to heart. Because I think that this training and proper, you know, even meditation, who knows what the Red Daggers do to hone their bodies to fight these clandestines, that might help Mm -hmm. really get him to focus his power through, you know, physical training and stuff like that. And again, if he takes Kamala's words to heart, I totally see that being the route that he goes. Uh, And I I like that a lot more than the, again, how they portrayed him in this episode and over the series as just kind of the... Mm -hmm. Just like he was a bomb in this episode, it felt like, and just he was the issue. It it never, it never sat well with me. So I hope that future storylines with him deal with that power and the struggle to control it because I think that'd be a really cool story to tell.
0: Totally, totally, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they can uh, they can make that happen. And I think it would be kind of interesting to see how they would maybe come to a. Uh, a standstill when maybe they do have to confront uh if Najma is still alive, maybe confront Najma again um as maybe they're hunting the the djinn. Um but let's keep going here. We're uh we're then treated to a live action recreation of Miss Marvel number five as Kamala is sitting on top of the lamppost. Very iconic Imagery Um, and yeah, I know. I was like, oh, just constant tears here. Uh, We then see one of her hard light platforms turn into her symbol, uh, and then again, it turns into a one week later, uh, where we see Bruno rolling up in Kamran's car, uh, and after a brief debate over who should keep it, he explains to Kamala that he looked into her genetic makeup yet again. Uh, She says, if he's bored, he should just call her, Uh, and he discovered that there's something different in her genes. Drum roll, please. He says, a mutation. And we hear the X-Men 94 theme song Stinger, uh, to which Kamala says, whatever. It's probably just going to be another label. Uh, she asks Bruno for his keys, and they discover that Nakia has swiped them, turns around, and in the car says, get in, losers. We're getting, getting shawarma." shawarma. Oh, it's so—it's <laughs> that so good. Mean they Girls drive Avengers
1: callback is something I didn't oh, know that God. I needed in my life.
0: <laughs> it's so good. And, and they they drive off uh, giggling like the best friends that they are, uh, and the episode ends. Now I know there's an end credit scene uh, as well, but we're gonna save that for our prediction segment. So let's let's discuss this uh, this ending here. Let's just kind of go right to it. Obviously that um, that Mean Girls uh, Avengers post credits. <laughs> mashup was phenomenal um but what we really all want to talk about is is kamala an inhuman is she a mutant is she both what do you think
2: darcy <laughs> well i feel like it, it could go either way with the that I mean with the trill in the background of the x-men i feel like they are going more the x-men route and maybe inhumans will be a later project given that you know the first attempt wasn't wasn't the best rec- or most well received uh Maybe they're trying to mm-hmm. distance themselves from that and go the X Men route and set up more mutants popping up through the series, which I think would be really cool. Uh, and again, I think it's mm-hmm. a, a neat twist on the the origin of the character. Inhumans and X Men are very share a lot of similarities in the comics. And uh, having her having just switching that background, I think would be a really cool way to again pay homage to the background but keeping the character story fresh and and exciting.
0: Totally, yeah. I it's it's interesting because like. You know, the reason she's an inhuman in the, you know, kind of in the original source material is because they couldn't call her a mutant at the time. That was not something they had the opportunity to do. Uh, And I remember, I I don't have the exact, hold on. Oh, I do have the exact article here, but Ben Travis from Empire actually, um, I believe, interviewed. Uh, Sana, Sana Aminat who uh, was one of the creators of, of Miss Marvel alongside G. Willow Wilson who actually said that like they were originally considering Kamala to be a mutant and so I think in my mind this is especially with her saying like oh it's just a label I think they're kind of just saying listen it doesn't fully matter it's exciting to hear the word mutant and we get hyped and my heart skipped a beat when that song happened and i hope they use that song for whatever the actual oh, x-men yes. project is outside of like the cartoon that's coming up but i would oh my gosh absolutely incredible but i think that's sort of marvel just giving a nod and a wink to say listen it, 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 there's gonna be mutants there's gonna be Inhumans, Maybe there's going to be some people that are both. And the fact that they've already sort of said, like, Kamala's a djinn. And, you know, so is she a djinn? Is she an ex? Is she a mutant? Is she, you know, where does that sort of land? Um, I do think, though, and this is kind of just the one little, little thing I think the fact that she lives in Jersey City, close to New York, and close to where Charles Xavier would have his school upstate, I think it makes perfect sense. Um, in fact, you actually hear Bruno say to Kamron at the beginning of this episode uh, that he wants to get him upstate when they're in the uh, the subway and it's like a really quick throwaway line but I'm wondering like in my mind I'm like, okay, did Bruno at this point already know about a certain school for gifted younglings but maybe he couldn't tell Kamala at that point just with everything going on right like I don't, I don't know I'm wondering like with with so many younglings getting notability in the MCU obviously we're gonna get young avengers but I think we're also going to get that school uh, well, I mean, sometime that, real soon, or at least I hope so.
2: So that would make sense. X, the original X-Men story follows a bunch of high school kids as they get powers. So it'd be a mm, great right. follow-up to this high school series to have another high school team of kids experiencing their powers for the first time. So definitely an interesting, interesting. theory, my friend. I like that. <laughs>
1: mm, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I I totally echo everything that you guys are talking about. Um, mm-hmm. I think my prediction will probably answer... little bit more so maybe i'll I'll wait for the next one (laughs) yes well we're we're just we're literally just about to get into it here
0: we're just about to get into here let's let's talk about it um so in our final scene we see kamala flop down on her bed after a night of probably superheroing uh, and her mom says that she still needs to do her science homework but when her bangle starts blinking and glowing She stands up and tries to, Taylor Swift, she shakes it off. uh, And all of a sudden, she's pulled through and flies back into her closet where we see Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel herself, emerge as she looks at her, at first at her hands, and then at the copious amounts of Captain Marvel paraphernalia around Kamala's room. She looks around, she's freaked out, she says, oh no, 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 and runs out of the room. So, what does this mean for Miss Marvel- what do you think? How do you think this affects the MCU going forward? And again, this is our prediction segment, so you do have to start off by saying this may be a stretch, but Alyssa, what are your stretchy thoughts? Ooh, okay, I have
1: two stretchies. Okay, get stretchy. <laughs> One stretch get stretchy. is for what's happening next with the Marvels. The other stretch is yeah. vis-a-vis the previous. Mm-hmm. Go for <laughs> so it. So this it. may be a stretch, but. Um, I do think that they swapped places. Um, I do think that it's very strange to just be plopped down in a room with paraphernalia of yourself everywhere. Um, So I think that Kamala is like somewhere off potentially in like the negative zone or somewhere where she's not supposed to be because Carol seems very concerned that uh, she's in Mm -hmm. trouble. So I think maybe in the Marvels we'll see like her and Photon like trying to save the day to save our new beautiful young hero, um, mm-hmm. but this may be a bigger stretch because oh. I do think you're gonna pull something. Uh, maybe, oh, yeah. Just let <laughs> yeah. me crack my knuckles really quickly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that in terms of the previous question about the, the the mutant gene about the X-Men. Um, I think that what we'll see coming up potentially at Comic-Con next Mm -hmm. weekend, um, Mm -hmm. might potentially be like an X-Men series that is not X-Men 97 might be actually an X-Men series or maybe X-Men 97. Um, but not like a animated series. So my brain, I'm thinking like X-Men anthology series, uh, with kind of like an amazing stories twilight zone kind of like black mirror vibe Mm -hmm. where each episode is like that character's origin story. And then maybe we'll have like an X-Men movie because Marvel has yet to do like an anthology series where they kind of like do, like I said, like black mirror style, like kind of like a movie in its own. Yeah. Um, I would love to At see. At least in live action. At least in live yes, action. You're exactly. right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see maybe them like introduced as a cameo in a, in a movie coming up and then get their own anthology. But that's just me being super stretchy and like just flexing all my creative muscles. But
2: that's super stretchy.
0: I love that. That'd,
2: that'd be a wicked way to introduce the X Men yeah. to the universe. Oh, you know? I would Anthology I would be series obsessed. are wicked. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, for me, I don't know if I have any X-Men-related theories other than what I said earlier in that, you know, they're definitely on the horizon. And this is a – it's a really cool way to introduce them would be through this anthology series or, or however. I'm excited for X-Men uh, or mutants. Mm-hmm. But uh, this may be a stretch, but I feel like Captain Marvel was somewhere with Photon already. And that was why she was, uh, like, very nervous when she's back. She's like, oh, no, I was – we were doing something. We were containing some blast. And now yeah. They, maybe even she looked at her hand. Maybe she was holding another bangle. And that's what... Yeah. You know, she did something to it. And that's what pulled Kamala and, you know, quantum stuff, made them swap places. I definitely feel like Photon will be on that other end with Kamala, wherever that is. And that's why Danvers is so upset. Because she's like, I am... I don't know where she is. She must be on her own. I don't know what happened, type thing. Also, yeah, that would be very yeah. concerning to see pictures of your face all over a room. Be like, what yeah, is going on here? Um, yeah, <laughs> it was very,
1: it was very like Harry Potter, Deathly Hollows, apparition. You know when they like transfigure themselves yes. and they're like oh, all yeah. like zippy, um, mm-hmm. but like more colorful. I didn't like, think about that. <laughs> so beautiful. I loved it. A lot of yeah. a lot of Harry Potter references. I feel. Very inspired by magical references. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially as we get more uh, magical, uh, as as Yusuf says. Um, This may be a stretch, but... Yeah, you're you're all you're all very right. That's pretty much it. Um I I think like there's so many people online who are like, Oh, they she transformed into her like in the comics. I think if they showed her looking in the mirror and then she did like a Kevin McAllister speaking of Home Alone, a Kevin McAllister <laughs> scream, I think that would have indicated that she transformed. But I think again, this was kind of like a compromise similar to her in Beginning uh hard light powers for the comic book fans, because in the comic books we do get to sort of see her at the beginning with with the mist turn into carol danvers so i think this was kind of to be like it's it's sort of what you're getting here but not really i definitely think you're right she swapped places um i think this is going to be the the beginning of the marvels i think we're Mm -hmm. going to see darcy like you were saying the first scene that we're going to get is going to be this moment where they switch and i i feel that way because like I don't know something about how the the effects were done in this shot, and even just sort of the the way it was shot, and like how sort of like it didn't. I don't. Something about it didn't feel like the fact that Muniba isn't in the the scenes. You just hear her voice from like ADR in the background. Something makes me feel like it wasn't all done. I know that's how shows are. How shows work. They aren't all done <laughs> at the same time. That's how they're named. I get that. I know. I understand. But I'm just saying. I feel like this was done during the production of The Marvels something just i don't know so i think this is literally going to be the we're going to see the other half of this when we when we join uh in The Marvels and i am i am so excited but you know shout out to Kamala for being the only character that can actually get captain marvel to come to earth like <laughs> yeah. she's the only
2: he's the only Where one
0: that can <laughs> that can figure it out uh and you know whatever whatever did the the switcheroo of the places uh nick fury's got to figure that out it, it works much better than Working a pager overtime. okay so yeah yeah absolutely yeah um All right, so I think it's about time we get to our overall impressions of this episode and our final score, uh, which will be on a scale of one to five of Rashid's yummy, yummy chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Um, So um, after that, we're also going to give our uh, score for the series, uh, which will actually be on a scale of one to five euros, and I think that's exactly how... Kamala would want it. I think that's how Iman would want it. Um, just Dessert paying first. homage to totally. the very first. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Dessert first. Uh, Alyssa, let's start with yourself. What are your thoughts on the episode and then the series?
1: Um, for the episode, I would give it 4.8 yummy, yummy chocolate chip cookies. Uh, only mm-hmm. because I might have taken a little nibble off of it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really could have um, benefited from like a longer runtime. Just in general, mm-hmm. um, for this episode in particular, since we're kind of like capping off a journey with Kamala, and we have to wait 378 days until we get to see her again. Um, yeah, and I think that absolutely. my my series uh, rating also echoes that. I keep saying echo. I think I have echo on on the brain. <laughs> echo That's on the mind. coming. Yeah, it's coming soon. I, was say. Um, I would give it four and a half euros out of five. Um, again, just okay. because I think the Marvel uh, framework would benefit from just more time spent, um, either longer yeah. episodes or more episodes, like eight to ten, I think, is the sweet spot. I think six is kind yep. of uh, rushing it a bit. I felt like mm-hmm. after the second episode, we were still kind of just settling in. And by the time it was the fifth episode, we were kind of wrapping it up. So uh, I loved the the character development. I love the origin story that we got for Kamala. I thought it was beautiful and imperfect, which I think uh, kind of represents who she is and mm-hmm. uh, imperfect in a good way. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I just, I yeah. just really can't wait for more of, of Iman Valani and, and uh, all of the, the Jersey city gang. Cause they're, they're just so enamoring. I love them.
0: Totally. Totally. Yeah. I lo- I completely hear what you're saying. I literally went back to our previous watch clubs, and I tried to look up like, okay, what did I give WandaVision? What did I give Loki? And both those series are longer series, specifically mm-hmm. WandaVision being nine episodes. Mm-hmm. And both of those, both of those series got f- fives in my heart. Um, and as these series started to get shorter and shorter, you're right, we did see, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right, a dip in 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 quality and uh, in the capability to tell these these larger than life stories. So I completely completely get that um, Darcy how about yourself
2: well, well this episode was definitely one of my favorites of the series like I said it, it uh, yeah I, I was watching the episode with Kevin and Sarah uh, while we we're on vacation up at a cottage up north here and uh, the one thing I said we were talking about before this episode even came to is the fact that when we saw Spider-Man or the first time we saw more footage of him being a hero he was stopping a car and that was kind of what Tony used as like, you are a hero, you can do this. You Like, that's a lot of force, you stop there. So her being able to stop mm-hmm. that car later on, to me, was the moment where she really became that hero that can fight on the same scale as our Spider-Man, Iron Man, everyone else from the MCU proper. So, that was a really totally. cool way of telling that story. Uh, a lot of my issues with this episode come from the way they handled Camron's character. Because again, it, it, it yeah. felt like, again, the whole clandestine story throughout the whole series kind of felt a bit muddled and rushed and, Almost unnecessary to a point. There was too many baddies on the screen. When I feel like the DoDC could have served Mm -hmm. as enough of a a heel to propel Kamala's story uh, forward. Uh, But overall, the episode was really cool. So I'm I'm I really enjoyed it. It got me excited for what's to come, both in the Marvels and again with that X Men. you know, hint. I'm always excited whenever I hear that song come up and, and we've got it mm-hmm. twice now. Yeah. Twice this year alone, just from a movie <laughs> yeah. and now a show. Like it's it's around the corner for sure. So definitely excited totally. definitely love that point. Um I'm gonna have to give this episode four point five out of five uh yummy yummy cookies because mm-hmm. again comron was handled poorly but everything else in the show the yeah. cast the cast Sean perfectly in this episode i feel like the whole family again you mentioned how her dad stole the show i feel like her brother just as much stole the show Mm because he was so good Mm -hmm. in that role and i love again this episode really highlighted that uh and so going from that into the overall series again the cast was awesome but the clandestine story really dragged it down in my opinion there was again too many enemies for them to focus on a a good story and it kind of felt a bit rushed and, and muddy so Overall, I probably have to give the series a 3.7 out of 5 uh, euro because okay. there was some pacing issues and a lot of questionable storytelling, in my opinion. So it, it kind of took me out mm-hmm. of, of her origin story, but they did a great job of solidifying this character, and that's where this mm-hmm. series really shines, is, is building up the character of Kamala Khan with some weird, again, questionable villain choices. But I did enjoy the series overall, for Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely.
0: I feel like I might have been speaking on speakerphone... Uh, when I was writing my final thoughts, because just both of you are echoing uh, my, oh my final gosh. thoughts uh, so much. Welcome. Yeah, welcome, Aloha um, Cox, everybody!
1: Oh my gosh. she's here. We said her name three times, like Bloody Mary. <laughs>
0: I can't wait to I can't wait to see her uh, in the in their show. And we actually, well, we'll get we'll get to that a little later. Um, so th- this episode, I think, was. Honestly, it was one of the best finales that I think we've gotten in these live-action series. Um, I loved... Honestly, I loved seeing Karachi in the previous two episodes, but I really did miss seeing Nakia, Bruno, Amir, Taisha, and Yusuf, and Jersey City, and her community, and Sheik Abdullah. And so I thought it was perfect how they found a natural way as i mentioned to bring this entire cast together for this final showdown i think the writing and the interaction between these characters is in this episode is just it's lightning quick it's charming it's fun and it's so with all those bookends it was just so Great to see them all together again. Um, I did think, like yourself, Darcy, Kamran's story was the weakest part of this episode. um, But I was glad to see that they didn't do the blue versus purple glowy powers. (laughs) uh, And they actually had Kamala helping her friend instead of of villainizing him, which I think they could have easily gone down that route. And I think it really would have taken away from a lot of the messaging in this series. So I'm happy they didn't do that. I think bringing in the DODC as the actual big bad was the right call here. Uh, And again, every time... The supporting cast was on screen. I just, I couldn't help but smile with every single moment of that. And that's not, you know, I, I'll talk about Amon Vellani in a, in a few moments here, but they were just so excellent in this episode. And uh, her actually in beginning was dope. Um, I'm excited to see how they how they actually use that when they have a bigger budget. I think is going to be really fun, and 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 maybe a little bit more engaging. Like to actually see it a little bit more. I don't think we 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 got a hint of it, or we got a few little moments with it, but. I can't wait to see it uh, in a full movie. So for now I am going to give this finale a solid four and a half out of five Rashid's yummy, yummy chocolate chip cookies. I ate a half of a cookie. It was really good. (laughs) Um, Now, as far as the series is concerned, just like how nutmeg is the secret ingredient in Rashid's yummy, yummy chocolate chip cookies, family and heart are the secret ingredient to this series. And I loved getting to spend time with Kamala and her family. And honestly, those were the strongest moments throughout the series. I think where the series suffered the most was when it kind of had to do the MCU stuff, right? And it was kind of funny that way. Like I, I shouldn't be watching this Marvel project and being like, I gotta, "They're getting into a fight scene." I kind of want to just get them to go hang yeah. out at at Sauna's house again. Talk, like yeah. I want to, yeah, just go hang out with your cousins, like or or, or what have you, right? So um, I I do think that the show has a big problem with balancing the villains. It was a little bit too bold to attempt two villain groups in six episodes and you're right for both the reasons that you brought up whether it be we get a longer run or we just cut the clandestines out of this story and and maybe find a way to sort of focus it on on just you know the DODC chasing Kamala all around the world we could have still gone to Karachi we could have still had that storyline even if the if, if Najma and the clandestines weren't involved and I think you know Shout out to the the actress who plays Najma. She's fantastic. I think she she's she's great. I just don't think she was utilized properly uh, in this show. Uh, and I think it was really weird to hear Kamala say that Najma sacrificed herself for her son. When like I don't know about you, but like I didn't get that from the moment when she dies, I didn't get that at all, like, I was like, oh, she's, like, we were predicting that, like, she's still evil, she's gonna go inside his body, and help him take, uh, open up the veil, and, and we still think that that was happening (laughs) at the beginning of this episode, so, I don't know, I think Marvel can do incredible villains, and they've proven that before, even, even in these limited series, um, like, with U.S. Agent Agatha, Kang um, and Echo and Kingpin, I think, are some of the best examples of that. And we, you know, with all those series, we get to see their backstories. We get to see and understand. Maybe not so much with Kingpin, but we do get that from the now canon uh, Daredevil series. And again, all of those villains are better for it. Give us the backstories. Same with Gore the God Butcher. I talked about this in our Thor Love and Thunder review. Give our villains great backstories. And we'll care about them so much more. And I think I think there was just stuff cut from the clandestines that maybe would have benefited the show. Uh, but villain stuff aside, it was dope getting to learn every single week about Kamala, her friends, her culture. Um, while going on this adventure of self-discovery with her, that was the, the shiniest uh, part of the show. So overall, I enjoyed this show so much despite its shortcomings. Uh, I'm going to give the series four and a half out of five euros delicious delicious i don't know who ate that second half of did you elissa did you take that last time no i year? was i sure? was just gonna say i'm
1: so proud of you guys for pronouncing it correctly
0: Yeah. oh absolutely i gyro if someone
1: says gyro i'm like <laughs> get out get out of here get right out. now
0: you don't know yeah <laughs> No, trust me. I, I I can't say I immediately called it a Euro. Uh, first time I heard about it. But there's that great song uh, by Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> Luke so
1: and Luke Bryan for some reason. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Interesting Is choice. Um, all right. Well, before we wrap up, Alyssa, um, it's always wonderful to see what you can bring to our watch clubs. And, uh, and you always bring some incredible comics knowledge as well as just uh, your lovely self. Where can I'll our try. listeners keep up with you where can they go where can they uh you know click on to hear you or even see you again
1: um you guys can find me uh usually perusing twitch uh i traditionally like open pokemon cards and just kind of have a good yeah. time over there it's uh, twitch.tv slash it's your girl uh but the gang is getting back together the video dames and i uh including mm-hmm. uh fellow guests and previous guests i guess now Now, home base is is geek-centric. We got Megan Clara, we got (laughs) Joanna's cool, and also a friend of ours named uh, Alex, also known as AKA Arkasumi, Video Dames. And you can find us on twitch.tv slash Video Dames Live, where we will do this kind of thing, but live. And you could ask us questions. It's going to be so fun.
0: You do it it live? We do it live, folks. It is... you've got... uh, It's just... That's the confidence that you guys... I'm I'm trying to get the the crew here to go live and we're just like, yeah, but what if we mess up? It's oh, like that's all st- the,
2: that's fine. St- we all stumble so much and I'm usually far it's too true. high to get it right the first time. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that. if Twitch would kick us off for something like that. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> That'd be fine. We'll I want to do it on Just kid. head over to YouTube. It's all okay. good. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, just head over to YouTube. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, you got to be careful because it can get pretty addicting with how fun you make it uh, when you're breaking packs, Alyssa. Um, it's kind always a, a party on that Twitch of yours. It literally is like they're blasting the music. Um, you can get a couple Zards. So, of course, we'll have all those links uh, to the streams and the socials in this episode's description. All right, well, listen, everyone, we did it. We did it. Another watch club has been completed. It's blowing my mind how many watch clubs we've, we've done so far. I haven't counted, but we've done quite a few, and we've got so many more on the way. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you'd like to listen to podcasts, if you haven't already. And if you want to write into the show with your thoughts or predictions on the shows we cover in Watch Club, well, you can stretch out your fingers uh, to reach us uh, at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Uh, but if that isn't magical enough for you, you can also reach us at geekcentricyt on Twitter uh, and on an Instagram at WeAreGeekcentric. Uh, I don't usually do that. Uh, Justin usually does this. So like, you like, did great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> keep in mind, we have a ton of other episodes covering the latest and greatest shows and movies out now, including our recent spoiler-free reviews for Only Murders in the Building, Season 2, Episodes 1 to 6, The Man from Toronto, The Sea Beast, as well as our spoiler-free and spoiler-filled discussion for th- for Marvel's Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, so definitely check that out. Justin, Megan, and I had a great conversation uh, about the movie, and it's just uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we also have a ton of other interviews uh, with the incredible people who make the things we love, like Adil and Bilal, who directed this final episode. Uh, and we also recently interviewed Obi-Wan Kenobi director Deborah Chow and Anakin Skywalker himself, Hayden Christensen. So go give those episodes a listen and a five-star review if you don't mind. And lastly we just put our latest episode of This Week in Geek out where Kevin, Justin, and I discussed our thoughts on the latest news regarding Kingpin and Daredevil joining Marvel's Echo. Alyssa, did you hear
1: about Alakwa Cox, everybody. She's here.
0: <laughs> yes, I
1: did hear about it. I have a lot of thoughts about it, but mostly I'm just very excited. I actually, guys, I haven't actually seen Daredevil yet. Only seen... <sighs> I've only seen like five episodes of the first season, That's okay. so I'm about That's okay. to dip my toes in some Defenders goodness in okay. the next few weeks. Okay, get into it. Get into <laughs> but it. Don't I do anybody. Think,
0: no, and we won't. We won't spoil anything. Everyone, don't spoil anything. Um, but I think Daredevil and Punisher and um, Jessica Jones. I think Jessica
2: Jones. What's the?
1: I heard Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones might dude. be in She-Hulk. I don't know. Jessica Jones.
0: Oh? It would.
2: Was- yeah, I'm really excited for Netflix joining the MCU as a whole because that's just some great stories are told there Very and phenomenal. I can't wait for those characters to make oh the crossover. Speaking of a
0: phenomenal book. villain in that as well, by the way. Absolutely incredible villain in Jessica Jones. Um, all right, and then we also talk about the future of both Captain America and Stranger Things. So definitely uh, go check out that episode. We drop new episodes of This Week in Geek every single Wednesday with the latest news and trailers from around the Geekiverse. Uh, So Alyssa, Darcy, thank you so much for joining me for this Watch Club. And as we say for one last time, Cosmic.
2: Cosmic.